0: Yeah, we did it, everybody. We did it. It's Friday night. The weekend is here. It's Survivor Series. We are your place to go for Survivor Series coverage. We got boots on the ground because, well, Sid doesn't have to go anywhere. He lives in New York, so he's there for all the festivities this weekend. Bastard gets to go to full gear last week. You're in New York. You already live there. You're going to survivor series. Sid is living the good life. He's got that smile on. Uh, He's going to be at the press junket tomorrow as well. Uh, That is, uh, that is going to be the good part of his day. And then four o'clock tomorrow, Eastern standard time here on the sports get wrestling YouTube channel. It is team Chino versus team Sid and team Sid clean sweep going down. In Survivor Series trivia, so make sure to join us uh, for that SP three over there. He he ain't gonna be having that look on his face. Uh, That's some pretty
2: strong after. talk there, Mister Uchino. I'm
0: going. I'm going full heel. See, I'm <laughs> he a heel has, he, has,
1: he has no leg to stand on, Dutch.
0: Like this no man leg to stand on, sir. I am the longest reigning Sports keto Wrestling trivia champion ever. Hey, how, many, how, many how many times have opinion. you
1: faced me? How many? Yeah, how many, how many times, times did you face Sid?
0: I, I would love to face Sid, but he keeps ducking me. It, it's it's a it's amazing that we got this I up tomorrow. Duck,
1: I, ain't duck, I ain't ducking. I ain't no one, sir. Dutch, your I your gave team this man, is in trouble, I,
0: Dutch. I gave this man like six different times on five different days, and he couldn't make any of them
1: work. Boy, I, he had I love. Problems. I love how. I I love how his, his his theory to get the better of me, Dutch, is to interrupt me every time yeah. I try to talk. This man has been ducking me. He hasn't won a verse me in the trivia. He's beaten Jose twice. I, I'm gonna take Jose to the promised land. He's with Kevin Kellum, who was a part of the biggest loss in sports keto wrestling trivia history. <laughs> you know who he lost to? Do you know who, who he lost to, Dutch? Who? Oh, this guy, the undefeated oh. number one contender, mm. he he got he got now. two people I'm cool with, and Kate and John, they can't even get along. They can't even coexist. It's like a WWE tag team over there already. Rick, is that true? Oh, my Rick? team
0: is stacked. I'm good. I'm fine with my team because because Kate Hensler and John Elba, they don't have to get along. They, they ain't tagging do- in and out. It's one on one. It's one on one. John Albo will take out whoever the hell's on your team. Kate Hensler will take out whoever the hell's on your team. I think Kev Kellum's going to redeem himself and take you out. And then all I got to do is beat Jose for the third time. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's going to be slick. Oh. It's going to be great. Oh. <laughs> I don't cheat. Everybody says I cheat. I don't cheat. How can you cheat in trivia? Rick, you have a cheating face. Yeah, that's I can, what look, at- at I can gym, look at too. you and
2: tell it. <laughs> look at him. He's cheating right now. He's thinking something yeah. to cheat with. See? You can look at
0: this. You got It's like Let's call him Sid Mr. band D- Club D-
2: over here. Let's call it, him it, Mr. It Mr. We'll call him it's Mr. I I will
0: I will be the heel champ all day long. I will I will don the glasses tomorrow. I'll go out and get a cigar. I'll light that prematurely and everything uh will uh be great. I can't Google the answers, guys. You would see me typing.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, hear me Rick, typing. Rick, Rick has a, just a couple of more hours to be happy, to, to act like he's a champion, but I'm going to go through him. I'm with the Daily Boys. I got the face okay. of UK Wrestling Journalism, Alex McCarthy. I got Sat E. Nyangi, who's so knowledgeable, and I got Jose. I'm taking Jose to the promised land.
2: Okay, Rick, I just want to know one thing. When you get beat, will you do like a, a good loser and concede? Oh, I mean, and we I'd, need to have this on tape, on video. I mean, I,
0: I would have to concede if I lost. if I get, I got to get eliminated to, to lose. That's the thing. Right. So even if my team lets me down, I could still just line up all the teams said and knock them out my damn self. It's fine.
2: Okay. It's fine. Uh, give me it's a cool. question that would be a normal question in this trivia game. What's a good question? Well, it's
0: all Survivor Series trivia related. Okay. So
2: – uh, I would I, I I would fail the first question.
0: <laughs> well, like a softball question would be who debuted at Survivor Series 25 years ago.
2: I have no idea. uh
0: what's his name? Be uh Mr. Rock. Rock. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
2: And I just found that out tonight.
1: <laughs> well, jo- well done, Dutch. Well done. I listen. I- I was gonna choose you on my team. You and Kenny were gonna be my two members uh, of my team. Don't
2: don't choose us, please.
1: But they were like, they were like, you know what? It's too much. There's too much star power for one team. So that they made me pick other <laughs> people. Dutch. Oh, okay. We
0: we do have right. a uh, a super chat in already. Uh, Jason wants to know, Dutch, any Carl Gotch stories? Uh, was he a badass?
2: Uh, Carl Gotch. Yes. Hell yeah, nice guy. But when he hooked you, buddy. You know, he has the choice of letting you go or not, and sometimes he didn't let go. You know, guys that wanted to try him, even when he got up in, in, in years, when he got 50 or 60, once he took them down, that was it. So, and, you know, a lot of guys that wrestle, you know, they're not in shape. They may be good for like a minute. And then after that minute, you know, they blow up. And then he just ate them up. He didn't like... uh He didn't like a lot of the – now, this is years ago, how we talk about we don't like wrestling the way it is today. Well, let's go back 30 years. He didn't like wrestling the way it was then, and he didn't like the guys like – he didn't like Valentine, Johnny Valentine. He didn't like Ric Flair. He didn't like none of those guys because, you know, he didn't consider them legit wrestlers. And, I mean, the word is tossed around a lot, legit because we have to work if we're going to make any type of money or tell any kind of story. But uh, he's uh, and he and he at one time he was banned from pro wrestling. So he made a he made a living on the what they call the hat shows, the carnival shows. And uh, that's where my namesake come from. The original Dutch Mantel. That's how he made his name. He was he was working in the carnival and he'd go to the town and He'd beat the tough guy in town. Then he'd have a heckler out there, which was a, which was a plant. Right. Then he'd, the second night, he'd beat the, another local guy or two or three local guys, and the plant was still there. And they would work it for three days, maybe four days. And, and they'd go out there and they would work it. And then the big guy, he, he could be like, you know, the original Desmond Tell only weighed like 160 pounds. This guy was like 6'5, about 240. So all the money went to the big guy.
0: Well, so it was like Billy Gunn versus Darby Allen. Oh my god, I was gonna (laughs) I was
2: gonna talk about that tonight. I said, somebody give that boy a sandwich (laughs) or give
0: him something. I I did not I never realized that Billy Gunn was the brick shithouse that he is until he got the
2: AEW. He's big, he's a he's a huge guy. He's six five, he's about two sixty. And he looks as good today as he ever looked.
0: Yeah, he does.
2: So we'll get to that in a minute. I didn't like yeah. that finish on the match, but we'll yeah, get that to that, that, in a that seemed like yeah. a
0: miscommunication. Maybe I don't know, but uh, I had a lot of questions about that opening match uh, as well. Uh, of course, if you guys want to get have any more questions, if you want to get some more story time with Dutch. Make sure to well, put him well in let that. me let me finish my story. Oh, the the okay, final yeah,
2: night, all the bets would come in, and Dutch he would cover all of them it was just like him giving him money he knew he was going to win and so he could go out there and this was back in the in the 50s the 40s so if he could leave with $500 that's like leaving with 5000 now and that's what he'd leave with and he'd hop in his car which was a very very expensive car that he had he didn't drive it to the carnival he took a taxi over there and he would just go get in his car and he'd go to the next town so You know when wrestling first became a work? That's a good trivia question. Is is it a a, related answer? No, but it is a good wrestling trivia question. When did it first become a work? Okay, all you fans at home, we're going to talk about other things. Write in your answer. I'll tell you if you're right or not. And then I'll tell you if you're
0: stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll uh, we'll make sure to come back to that uh, toward the end of the uh, show. DJ Eric. Uh, team Sid all day, every day when Sid wins, Rick better acknowledge Sid as the true king of wrestling trivia. Look, if he takes this title off of me, I will acknowledge him. But if somehow, some way I get eliminated in a five question round tomorrow, that don't mean anything. I've lost rounds before. I ain't never lost a damn match. So if somebody Well, I've never to- I've
1: never lost a round. I just wanted to mention Oh, like,
0: oh, oh he's never even lost a round. Yeah, but no, no, no. Uh, come on. Oh, wait, how does that, how does this thing work anyway?
2: How many okay, guys I'll, on
0: a team? How many guys on a team? It, it, is, it is four on four. All right? So Team Sid has four members. I have four members. Uh, but it's not going to be like tag teaming and we're all going to be eligible to buzz in. It's going it, to that would get too confusing. So it's going to be one-on-one, random matchups, random drawings, five questions per round. The person who gets the most questions right or first to three wins the round. If you lose a round, you're out. And we keep going until a whole team is eliminated.
2: Hmm.
0: So there will so be a mass of... Seven so rounds. you could so uh, you
2: could be left by yourself, Rick.
0: I very well could. Yes. So
2: you would be in every round against every one of
0: them. Yeah, I could have to, to line them up. Either, yeah. And take them all down.
1: I you could line have them that. up,
2: smash them, stack them, smash them, pin them.
1: I just want to warn people that this might be a short show. This <laughs> it sounds like this is not going to get past twenty questions, four rounds. When is this? All we need is. is four rounds to eliminate the four members. It so when is, is, Tomorrow, when is this?
2: Tomorrow, 4 p.m. Okay, I'm going to write it down. Tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Sports Keter Wrestling YouTube channel. Facebook as well. Twitter. Join us. It's going to be fun. Sid and I love trash talking, but it's all a good time. It's gonna be fun, at least until the uh, the sparks start flying and the questions and the and the buzzing in because we got to buzz in verbally and somebody's always a little bit late and then we have to. Usually we have Mike, our social media guy, as the judge, but uh, he unfortunately is no longer with us. Not that he, not that he's dead. He just quit. But he's dead to me now because he quit. Uh, so we'll we'll see. If we have to get to be a judge uh, on this show. Maybe we can get Dutch in the in the background there and I tell everything. But uh, we got. (laughs) got a lot going on this weekend uh survivor series related uh sid is going to be at the press junket tomorrow guys like king woods Ricochet. Who the hell else is going to be there? There there was a whole Rhea Ripley is going to be there as well. So Sid's going to have some interviews coming out uh, this weekend. Speaking of interviews right now, I got one up there with Drew McIntyre. 20 minutes, very open, honest conversation. I love getting to talk to Drew. Uh, So that's up on the Sportskeed Wrestling YouTube channel. Also right now, if you go to ESPN1530.com, go to the Cincy 360 tab under the podcast page. Myself and Tony Pike got to talk to Big E today uh, to pimp uh, Cincinnati uh, getting raw on january 31st the first show after the royal rumble see we don't get the royal rumble in cincinnati but we'll at least get the first raw afterwards so that's going to be pretty good uh we got to talk to the champ today so it's always uh pretty good so i got a couple of, well, did i get all the house cleaning stuff out of the way yes you do. i've think i got all the house cleaning stuff under
1: you forgot the survivor series 2021 preview with myself and kenny boland that was up that is up. Today, but besides that Pretty good. That is
0: up as well on Sports Kid Wrestling YouTube channel. And we will be going live after Survivor Series as well. So we got everything, everything covered for you this weekend. So just keep an eye and keep hitting refresh on the Sports Kid Wrestling YouTube channel. And by the way, if you haven't, if you haven't yet, what the hell are you doing? Go ahead and subscribe. We're this damn close uh, to 23,000 subscribers. So uh, appreciate it. And Man, we, uh, went DJ- up. we went up 2,000. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the yeah, last
2: I heard it was 21.
0: Yeah. We're closing out on twenty three. Yep. DJ Eric, we appreciate the super chat. No, you cannot become a judge because you are clearly uh, impartial. Yes. You are yes, about you as can. impartial as the referee we saw tonight in the women's tag team match. And we will get to that Which Because
2: very, very good, by the way.
0: Yeah, we we have been going for 13 minutes yet. We have yet to talk about SmackDown uh, or rampage, and we're not well gonna- if
2: you and Sid would shut up, we could get to it. I'm busy talking about this damn contest you're having.
0: It's called it's called promotion, Dutch, uh, but, you know, it, it is it is. Yeah. But peep, trust me, there are, there are news writers right now who are yelling at me for talking too much. So, Dutch, uh, I will ask you the question that yeah. is on everybody's mind. I, I know everybody wants yep. me to ask you. We had another round, uh, unfortunately, of releases this week and some damn head scratchers, uh, including the remaining three members of Hit Row. Uh, This was a group that was just brought up. They were featured on TV every week. They all got all of one squash match. Of course, B-Fab was released two weeks ago, and now the entire group is gone. Uh, John Morrison, uh, that is another guy who was featured on TV as long as The Miz was around. Seems like that's all they cared about was that he was Miz's friend. They couldn't find anything for him to do on his own. He's now gone. Um, Tegan Knox, just... I had a bad feeling about Tegan Knox when they showed the entire women's locker room on raw and she wasn't in there. And unfortunately my, my bad feeling came to fruition. Uh, Jackson Riker also let go. And there was some, uh, somebody else slapjack uh, slapjack was let go. couple of guys not being utilized on TV. Okay. Maybe I get that, but you had several stars that one were either just signed a new contract, or so were brought up to a new show, or uh, <clears> all <general throat> talent like a, a John Morrison who has never really gotten the ball to run with in WWE. And, and here we go; it's more of the same. It's 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 budget cuts, budget cut, budget cuts. Even though they're they're making fist loads of cash, so uh, Dutch. Well, they only made two hundred and
2: fifty-six million last quarter. Is all they made?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, but 100%. again, it's
2: it's. See, I think people forget. Yeah, these releases—I don't know if they come off from of Vince. They got this new guy there, and he doesn't look at it in the same lens that we're looking at it. But Morrison has been there what for four years now, five
0: years. Oh, he just came back. Twenty nineteen, I think. No, but think. the, the well, beginning okay, of twenty twenty, right. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, the pandemic felt like five, four or five years. So I get it. Though. To be fair, to be fair. Well,
2: and sometimes it's it's like a pro football team. If they don't need you, they don't need you. And all they do is they got to run it by Vince and Vince says, yeah, let him go. And now that Valkyrie guy, the girl, what's her name?
1: Uh, Taya, Taya Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah.
2: yeah. Who's her
0: boyfriend? John Morrison. Her husband, John okay. Morrison.
2: So that may have had, let him go as a set, I guess. And
0: well, cause what Taya- surprised
2: me is that hit, 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 hit row.
0: Yeah, he yeah. just
2: brought those guys there. I didn't know who they were, I, I, and they've already let them go. I don't understand that at all. This, this was a, but that's the way it is.
0: It, it's just one of those things that just you say it is what it is. But this this seems this seems different. It just it doesn't make any sense really because you well, had. That,
2: Aren't they? Aren't they trying to get a new, like, I guess, genre? Genre of talent. They don't want. They don't want independent wrestlers anymore. Right. They want guys with bodies. They want actors. They want, uh, you know, they don't actually want wrestlers. They want these other, other type of people. And you can only get those if you get rid of the wrestlers you have now and make room.
0: I mean, it it all depends. Uh, they talk about, you know, they they want to get younger. We hear that a lot. You know, they want to get younger, especially in the women's division. Talking about, they're only recruiting women under the age of twenty five. Uh, they want to get younger. Wait a minute, ageism. That's what I agree with you wholeheartedly. Really? That that's that's the report. Is like they, and that's one of the things that the tie of Valkyrie went off on was you know, them, them talking about, cause she's in her mid thirties or uh, Mercedes Martinez is in her thirties. Uh, who else recently got released? That's also a, a little bit, uh, older said, I know there's somebody I'm forgetting. I mean, Mickey James was another one, Mick obviously James it's like, it's one, like once yeah. they read, unless, unless you were in the upper echelon, because you got, you look at Becky Lynch and, and Charlotte Flair they're roughly the the same age. They're in their thirties as well. They ain't going to cut them. Because no. they're the two biggest women stars they have, period, end of story. So they ain't going to get cut. But it's like anybody else who's like over the age of 30, if you're a woman, it, it ain't fair. It ain't fair. and It ain't right. It's not like, it's not like they need to retire after age 30 like they're, they're freaking useless. Mickey James and uh, Deanna Perrazzo had a hell of a damn uh, match. Mickey James could still go and can still provide value to this company. But they decided to let her go and didn't use her for whatever reason, and you hear that they only want to hire women who are under the age of 25 or recruit women who are under the age of 25.
2: Well, that was their format back in the 90s, 80s. Yeah. They wanted young, but they wanted those big guys. They wanted those. So if you were like 220, you were too small. They wanted you to 280, 300, 65, 66. So, but if that's their format. If that's their, if that's their model for who they want, it's a private company. Well, it's a publicly owned company, but it's still, if that's their uh, their uh, type of way they want to book it and present their talent may not be right to us, but they're not answering to us. They're answering to their, their to their shareholders. and, But I don't know. I, I think you're running a. I think they, they're going to get a little bit of a legal, a legal problem out of that, I think.
0: Let, let me ask you this, Dutch. Because But pro football does it. I, 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 get, I get where you're coming from on this, but, but pro football teams don't let go 120-some-odd, 130-some-odd people over the course of a year. Um, you, you, you could talk about they want to bring in this, they want to bring in that, but these releases seem to honestly have no rhyme or reason to them. Because oh. the, the guy
2: running the company doesn't understand wrestling. <laughs> What's his name? What's his first name?
1: Nick Khan. Nick Khan.
2: He doesn't understand the business. And he's got one job Is the, the bottom line. That's all his job is. Creative handles to make it interesting or not. Vince handles what he handles. And the, the kids, they handle what they handle. He has to handle... Strictly the bottom line, and that's how he's going to be judged. Or guess what?
0: He's gonna be cut. But Vince ultimately has to sign off on all of these
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely, He does. To be, to he, be and, go ahead.
1: To be fair to Dutch, it doesn't sound like Viswick Man knows much about wrestling anymore himself. He so, may not. Yeah, he may not. Just it's, it's, it's no one in the management position seems to know what to do with people. People that we heard reports that they were had big plans for that they were going to make changes to the presentation, whether it be a hit row, a carrying cross, a keefly. They get fired within like a month of those reports. That's like the, the left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing. WWE is showing a complete. Uh, a complete incompetence when it comes to their talent and not knowing what they're going to do with them from week to week, it seems.
2: Well, one guy, Sean Smith, writes in, he says the stock is going up, up,
1: up. Yeah, but no, it's not. As someone that owns that stock, please don't tell me it's going up. When I check it every day, it goes up maybe a cent, a dollar, and then it goes right back down the next week. So don't tell me the stock is going up. Yeah.
0: The profits are going up, 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 but I guarantee you morale is going down, down, down. And also when you look at just the goodwill of the fan base, it is all the momentum going AEW's way, all the momentum going impact wrestling's way. I mean, seriously, like WWE, we could talk about if you're, they're, if you're a wrestler, they're not,
2: they're not in the wrestling business. They're in the TV. See, this is – I meant to bring this up last week or the week before. AEW and WWE are two completely different business models. AEW deals in wrestling and stories, and that's traditional wrestling. WWE doesn't bother with that because they're branched out in so many different uh, areas – And they're not a wrestling company. They're a TV content provider. And as long as they got wrestlers back there in the bullpen, just stick them in a match. Whether it's good or bad, they don't care. I mean, they got to be pretty good to even be on the roster, but you're looking at two different business models and there's no way you can defend AEW because they do try to tell stories and WWE, they just tell a story on top, maybe one underneath it. And that's about it.
0: Yeah, they really only focus on the main event as far as what they care about telling story-wise. But if you're at the end of the day, you still need your, your fan base. You still need an audience. And you still need an audience to connect with the characters. Even forget, forget the wrestling aspect. It's, it's all about the characters on the television. It's a television show. And yes, it is. And when you look at the people who are getting let go and it, it, frankly, it does not matter unless you are at, again, that upper echelon, unless your name is Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and maybe that's it. Honestly, to be completely honest, unless you're in that (laughs) creme de la creme. It doesn't matter if you make them money. It doesn't matter if you've been there 20 years. It doesn't matter if you've been involved in a major uh, title feud. It doesn't matter if you've had uh, vignettes running for weeks at a time and they just now brought you back. It doesn't matter if you were just drafted and brought up from NXT. You could get cut at any damn time. So how, on God's green earth, do you expect the audience to really invest their time into anything? And at the side effect, how can you ask your talent to to trust you. And why would anybody on the God's green earth other than money re-sign with this company? You got a lot of guys whose contracts are coming up. What's the incentive for them to stay at this point? Well, where are they gonna go, Rick? That's a good point. If
2: they're making between five hundred thousand to seven hundred thousand, which there's a lot of guys on talent in the in that group that's making that. Where are they going to go to AEW? AEW can only pick up so many people. And they can go to the independents, but they're going to make nowhere near the amount of money. So what WWE talent, they're not stupid. They're saving all the money they can because they know it's coming. Winter is coming in the WWE. They know that. So if they save their money and say, oh, well, hey, I've gotten – I've gotten called like that before. They're very nice. Hey, we hate to tell you this, but you know, it always comes. You know, they always get do the front part of it, you know, to try to soothe it over. And, uh-huh. and they make I think some some have called me. I've got them in TNA. I've got even in WWE, they think you're gonna get mad and raise hell and cuss them out and say you go kick their ass. You know, but it's a part of being in the wrestling business. You just take it and say thank you very much and move on. You move on with your life. You you either do something else or you stay in, in the wrestling business and but they're staying because of the money. They're not staying because they don't trust the company. They're staying to trust the company for the 90 days for them to to clear their clear their contract obligations.
0: There is something to be said for security, but if you're a guy like Kevin Owens, who's been in WWE for five six years and presumably you know you have your money you have your ducks in a row you're set what's the incentive for him for guys like that to stay uh and probably not to not much. get as much <laughs> i mean you, you get exact-
2: what else he's already got
0: you look at a situation like john moxley who had his money and was ready to just freaking walk away because he was sick and tired of everything and and aw didn't even exist at that point and he was ready yeah. Uh, to walk away. This this all just does seem incredibly weird, though, especially with the frequency at which these these releases uh, are happening, and they may not be done uh, in 2021. So I'm sure we'll have this uh, this conversation. See, they have
2: actually released some people. I have no idea who they are. <laughs> I've yeah. never seen them, and I don't really watch NXT. So you guys do, so you know. You have a basic. Uh, idea who these people are i don't even know who a lot of them are and i hate anybody to lose their job but 78 or 80 releases in a company that's because i've always said that wwe they take them to orlando in that performance center and they just warehouse them yeah i guess they run a few towns around florida that you never hear of that's just to get them uh, experience and they're probably drawing 150 people, 200 people to some of these shows, but, but they, I, I guess they're not ready because they just brought. Who was the guy they just brought up? Kerry Cross. Yeah, and just ripped it, it him from a, the beginning.
1: There was a few. Of they, they, that they just called up. They just called up. Hit Road. They just they they. It, it's it's baffling. Tegan Knox. They just called up. It's just like. How are you calling people up and in the same year they're getting released? Talia Valkyrie. Year, it could be the same month. But Talia Valkyrie only got with the company in February. In February, yeah. it's not even the the year.
0: She had six matches. Nice girl. I think the dog had more TV appearances. <laughs> Just
1: crazy. I mean, this uh, it's, it's really insane. Let's talk about the shows, Rick. Oh yeah,
0: sure. that's right. We had wrestling on. Uh, yeah, that's what we're supposed to do, right? We, we, yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to answer this question uh, from Kamar. Uh, how much uh, is AEW making right now compared to WWE? Not even close. And that's all no. because of Saudi Arabia deals, TV deals. You got to remember they're getting billions of dollars just off of the Peacock streaming service. So AEW ain't making close to the kind of coin uh, that WWE. Who asked is. you that question? Uh, that was uh, Kamar. To be fair, well, Kamar, be- that's
2: what we were talking about. They have, t- they have two different separate business models aew tries to make money i guess off their syndication deals and and running shows but it's nowhere close if you run a show saying where were they tonight aew where were they
1: aew oh, this was uh where they, filmed from norfolk norfolk virginia. virginia
2: but they can do the same show I, and i say that house let's say full in in norfolk virginia it might be say one hundred fifty thousand full with full prices. So compare that to a Saudi Arabian show, they get $25 million from one show. So that's a big difference.
1: And uh, another big difference, and Ricky kind of says it here, to be fair, WWE had a 50-year head start. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, the, fact, the fact that we're even talking about this is a win for AEW. The
0: yeah, no, is, wholeheartedly. Yeah. I mean, there's there's only... CM Punk said this and I kind of agree with him, man. Like the the cat there is no casual wrestling audience anymore. You have rough between roughly 2 and 3 million people who are going to tune in and watch wrestling every week, and that's who you're competing for. And you know, right now the best wrestling show on the planet, the highest rated wrestling show on the planet is drawing close to 2 million every week. Whether that's people losing interest, whether that's the fact that Anybody who writes a script can get a show because there's so many damn streaming services and so many options compared to even just back in the nineties. There's a lot of different ways people can spend their time watching television. So you really only have a small audience comparatively speaking uh, to go through from, and that's what they're, they're competing for. And uh, if you're going after the hardcores, yeah, they're going to be leaning toward AEW right now. So let's talk about these shows actually tonight, Dutch, which ones you like better? I think I like,
2: except for the last match where my, my cable kind of messed up. I should pay my bill, I guess. But uh,
0: <laughs> You need to stop stealing from me. But I, I really, I, I, I liked,
2: let's talk about AEW first. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, I liked the first match, but I didn't like the finish, really. I don't think it would have hurt Darby because look at how, how much, just a size difference. I mean, that kid looks like he's come off He looks like he's Skid Row. I mean, he looked like they went outside the door there to wherever and say, hey, kid, uh, come in, wrap some tape around your middle and pat your face up and go out.
0: Yeah. And if it hadn't
2: been for Billy Gunn walking that kid through it, it would have been horrible.
0: Yeah. Billy Gunn, Sid, was wrestling this the first like six minutes of this match. Like he was the damn big show. Like, yeah, that's. That's how much the I felt like I was yeah. watching Big Show against like Spike Dudley. That's what I felt like I was watching. Like he was just toying with him. Like he was a, a hyena toying with his food. That's that's how this like first part of this match went for me. This and was,
2: then and, and then Sting showed up and yeah, I think uh, Billy had his two sons with him. What is his son's name? Austin and who? Austin uh,
0: and Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. Had his two it's, sons
2: it's, with him.
0: It's Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. <laughs> but it, it, I, but but, I
2: like the way Billy walked this kid through it, took his time, you know, they didn't get in a hurry, so and billy made he made the match watchable if you didn't consider like the size difference what what actually what do you think that uh that kid weighs darby hundred and sixty
1: maybe maybe that, maybe hundred and fifty, I think, with a brick in his pocket um i I like. <laughs> I like that Billy Gunn has changed his style because in AEW, it's different from what he would be in WWE. He could play the monster heel, the big man, more in AEW because of the size of the performers, and especially when he's going against someone like a Darby Allin. The reason why I didn't like the finish is because... It's 2021. We should not be coming up with finishes to protect Billy freaking gun. Like, Billy gun should not be the first guy to kick out at zero to the freaking coffin drop. Like, it's like, come on. Like, do you want the coffin drop to be respected? It shouldn't be Billy gun, the first man to kick out of the coffin drop. But 2021, and we're protecting Billy gun and we're promoting a gun club versus Darby and Sting feud. I was just baffled by all of this, but this was decent for what it was.
0: Yeah, the booking no, was okay. It was, um, it was okay. The booking is questionable uh, for sure. I'm wondering if there was a miscommunication uh, on that coffin drop because Billy went from – Didn't he do it he, twice? Yeah, he went he from didn't. hero to zero, though. I was expecting like Darby to have to hit three coffin drops the way Billy kicked out of that first one at like nothing. And then he gets hit with a second one, and he's out. So I'm wondering if there was a miscommunication, a slip up, something or other, because it, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like maybe Billy was supposed to. Well, kick what doesn't make a go. whole
2: lot of sense is the move to begin with. Why would you seriously, guys? I know it's all a work, and why would a guy get up there and just fall backwards blindly to two guys? Why wouldn't they separate? That's what I hate about those dives. These guys all bunch up and wait on some guy. Oh, it's a beautiful dive. Yes, yeah, great. But why would they? I know they're not supposed to move, but that's what I would do. I swear to God. I, I tell, I'd talk to a guy that did that, and I'd just move.
0: You, you, yeah. should, uh, you should look up the video where he literally did the coffin drop to the outside through a coffin. That was barely yeah. as wide well, as that. he was. I saw that. He knows how to aim it. That's yeah, he's sure. He's damn good. Sure. <laughs> he's damn good. Uh, Paul says 1997 called and they want Mr. Aspak. Uh, I did like the crowd cheering for him, and he kind of did that little 1997 Billy Gunn well, you know, dance there for yeah, a half was, second.
2: That was the deal that made him famous. Yeah. Because he's doing that stuff, and, you know, you, you're going to go back to it. <clears throat> if you had something over at one time, people are going to remember it. So he went back to it, and guess what? They remembered it. That's why he I say
0: they made him fame asser, uh, <laughs> All right, second match uh, for Rampage: uh, TBS uh, title tournament. Jade Cargill versus uh, Red Velvet. Uh, honestly, very similar size difference uh, as oh, far yeah. as uh, Billy and Darby good, uh,
2: here on this one. Good match. I this was, was genuinely, match. genuinely. I love. I love that Jade girl. She, I'm not too keen on that manager. I don't know why she got him, but I, I think a lot of people feel the, the same way. To be Mark, uh, what's Sterling? Mark, Smart Smart, Mark, Mark yeah, Sterling. He serves. He serves no purpose whatsoever. And I, but that 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 girl is in shape, and she had a really really good match with Red Red Velvet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Had, they had a good match. Very very good match.
0: I'm genuinely surprised that Red Velvet got as much offense. Uh, in this match, as she did. I'm glad they gave these two some time uh, to to really w- really work. And I'll tell you what, it it as the match progressed, it worked, because I'm sitting here going, I know Jake Cargill is probably going to just power her way, elite, maybe to the semifinals. She's already there, but maybe all the way to the finals where she might lose for the first time. But I was cheering for an upset because this whole tournament so far has basically been chalk. I would have loved it if that you know, the, they kind of botched it a little bit, you know, with, but if, when she had flipped and she actually, like, had her shoulder down, if they had hit that move, I would have loved that to have been the finish, to get that quick, quick little sneak-up win and Red Velvet shocks Jade Cargill and then, you know, Red Velvet and Thunder Rosa can, you know, have a banger because I think those two match up really, really well with one another. I was rooting for the upset here, and I was very kind. I was, I was disappointed when Jade Cargill won. I was rooting for Red Velvet. I like Red Velvet a lot.
1: I, I,
2: I'm glad you won. She should have won. Yeah. Again, she's bigger, and I, I think where, where's the girl from?
1: Uh Jay Cargill. Yeah, I believe What's your she's background. From, she's from Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, someone in the live chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I He's really from enjoy... uh, Veraro Beach, Florida. Oh, that makes more sense. Uh, I really enjoyed this match a lot, and I yep. did expect it to be a squash like uh, Rick, because I remember Jade's first singles match. A lot of people thought that was going to be a squash win over Red Velvet, and Red Velvet gave her a good match there. And this this should not be as good, because combined, these ladies have been wrestling for like three and a half years, combined, between yeah. these two women. For two women that are relatively green, they have a great they're chemistry. Tra- Who with- trained them? With- yeah. Um, Red Velvet, I believe she was trained out of uh, Florida. I forget who she uh, trained with. And uh Jay Cargill, she's uh, basically a prospect out of the Nightmare fa- Factory. So QT, mm-hmm. Marshall, Dustin Rhodes basically obtained yeah. trained her. But yeah, I mean, these these two have great chemistry with one another. I thought that this was a really strong matchup. And I think that Jay Cargill, this matchup and the tease of Red Velvet winning make me believe for the first time during this tournament that Jay Carco can lose in this tournament. because I thought Jay Carco being in this tournament, she's going to wipe through everybody. She's got a big matchup in the next round, whether it's Jamie Hayter or more likely uh, Thunder Rosa, which they've been in that rivalry for a while.
2: The first thing I would look at is uh, Jade's just presence. She looks like a star. Yeah. And she's so much bigger than the other girl. And the other girls, she works her butt off. She's... But if you just look at Jade and you just look at her, you say, wow, look look at those abs. Look at those arms. And the blonde hair doesn't hurt. No. So she, she actually jumps at you.
0: So... I, I don't. I don't know where her, when her contract is up, but you know, people talk about who's going to be, you know, the first person to jump ship from AEW over to WWE. I guarantee I'm you. I think it. she's
1: she's better yeah. than the girls over there. They, they yeah. missed out on her. She tried out for WWE before she signed with AEW, yep. and they didn't offer her a contract. So I think I think she's the type that's kind of like a a powerhouse Hobbs or or Ricky Starks who. WWE had opportunities to get those guys as well, but AEW was the one that... Well, I'm glad they didn't uh,
2: get Stark, because they oh, would have ruined, ruined him.
1: Absolutely, but he's I think, not.
2: he's not a big guy, and he's. I don't think he's He's a little... I don't think he'd be pushy enough to kind of storm his way in there, and I think he would... If he'd have went to WWE, I think it would have killed him in the first three months.
1: I just think Red... I think uh, Jay Cargo's the type that's gonna be like nope you didn't want me then uh y'all can't have me now I think she's that type going to
2: how much money they throw at her
1: I think I think AEW we've seen with Brian Danielson, as well as others, AEW offers comparable money. And I think by the time she's a free agent in 2023, 2024, they're going to offer her comparable money than what WWE will. I think that people have a perception that WWE is going to offer way more money than AEW. And that perception has been proven proof positive to be complete and utter BS.
0: But they might if they're making $250 million every quarter and trimming their and, roster and, down. And then trimming people. their
1: roster. It makes no sense then. They they literally are saying. Unless, their- unless they're stocking money to buy up AEW stars when these contracts start running out next year. But one thing we do know about WWE, they're very adamant about their their stance. And one of their stance right now is that they're not signing women over 30 years old and Jay Cargo is 32. He's is 29. 29 yeah, right she, now. she's she's as good as thirty two in WWE years.
2: But, but, <laughs> but that also changes with the win too. Yeah, it's according to what the need is at the time.
1: Yeah.
2: So anytime a wrestling company says, "Oh, we don't do this," just wait a while. They'll change their mind. They, they've always done it. TV production companies do it. They all do it. It's according to what the needs are when when they, and I don't see how they could pass up a girl like that, Jade Cargill.
0: What's her name? Cargill jade cargill, cargill. yeah okay, and, 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 and said to your point yeah wwe had her in the performance center you can say that for a lot of the the aw women's roster they had when, dr Rip Baker, they had tay conti
1: when you look at the kind of the pillars because everybody talks about the male pillars mjf darby allen sammy guevara jungle boy for the men for the women they kind of have their pillars there too you got jade cargo you got red velvet you got Tay Conti, you got Anna Jay, and two out of four of those were uh, have gone through the WWE Performance Center, and they saw nothing in those two. So that's ridiculous. Well, they that wanted, just showed They it. wanted Thunder Rosa to be a
0: referee, for crying out loud.
1: That's the worst one, yes. That's the worst <laughs> one. It made them, make them look even worse.
0: I don't get it. I love Thunder Rosa's promo tonight, by the way.
1: Oh, my good. God, that was awesome. I loved it yeah. so much. Because they just came off so spicy when she started talking and Spanish, they had to bleep yep. her out. She started cursing. It was great.
0: I have no idea what she says, but I got the message. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you guys know I took a picture with Thunder Rosa? You I did saw. not. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, I took a picture with Thunder Rosa. Can I, if I buy a
2: picture, will you sign it for me?
1: of course, of course, of uh, you and
2: Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I'll no, find a view in the picture, who you take it with? Thunder Rosa. Oh yeah, I want I want a picture of that, and I want I'm you to sign it and just send it to me. I'll pay you some money.
1: Oh, of course. I'll pay you
2: like That's fifty free. bucks.
0: How's Any, it? anybody know the answer to this question? Who was the volleyball player that they signed? Oh, ago. that are
2: was you... a while. That was a while ago.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <I'm not laughs> really... I don't know. Are you talking Eric? Are you talking AEW or WWE? I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Volleyball players don't get a whole lot of headlines, to be completely honest. So that one didn't. I know okay, that, yeah, EW let you, that. Let me ask uh, you this, guys. I'm going to ask game.
2: everybody watching today who usually makes the best wrestlers, football players or basketball players?
1: Football. What would you say? Football uh,
2: players. Nope. Basketball really? players. You know why? Really? Mm. Because they can't bang, it's a finesse game. Basketball is, that's and it's what wrestling is. Undertaker, he was a basketball player. Kane, he was a basketball player. And that's, you know, you can't go and you can't really touch the guy. Or you're going to get a foul. So that's, they get early training in
1: that. That and is I, true. I got,
2: I got to thinking about it one day. I said, yeah, was, that's right. People one think
1: it's a like, contact sport, but it's not. It's, it's one day
2: I'm playing, we get to this town early, and they got a basketball out there and some kids playing so me and taker go out there and another guy named action jackson so we're shooting around and then taker said well let's just play uh i don't know five you know you'd be hit five baskets you win and i said no nah, you're six eleven we can't he said i'll play both of you he played me and action jackson i'm not a good basketball player but i learned something else that day Action Jackson can't play with a crap either. <laughs> and we were held scoreless, and Taker just scored all kind of points. He'd shoot from the top of the foul line, from the corner. He was hitting all over. So, But he is a very good basketball player. So, uh, And he played, c- he played at some small school in Texas. I, so.
0: I will counter, by the way, because you're two world champions in WWE. One was a defensive tackle at Iowa. The other one was a defensive tackle at Georgia Tech um also Brock Lesnar played football uh I, I get where you're I get where you're saying Dutch but I think you know you tend to see. you're talking about Brock Lesnar he's not brute
2: he's not a finesse player he just beats them up well I know <laughs> you just said who
0: makes the best professional
1: wrestlers I mean it, I guess it's, it's by and, it's, and
2: large I'm saying rock, rock was
1: maybe? a football player and stone Coldwell rock was a football player was a football player and Shawn Michaels was a football player
0: a lot of these guys yeah, probably but, play two sports, though. These are world-class yeah, athletes do. we're talking about
1: here.
2: So you I'm going to say that's just what I found out.
1: You know you who plays multiple sports as well?
2: Who's this? My good,
1: my good friend, Thunder Rosa. So me and Thunder Rosa, we go we go way back like yeah. stock and Cap. We we, we we spend time together oh. at the Basscaster, uh concert. Thunder Rosa knows I'm the biggest Thunder Rosa fan. So that's me in Thunder Road, ladies and gentlemen. That's
2: a good picture yeah.
1: of you, it, it, Okay, thumbs how do you up, get that? Down. Sl- it, how
2: do
0: you get that slipped into the show? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Is Sid glowing in this picture? I think oh, Sid of course is he glowing is in, in. This picture.
1: <laughs> well, it
2: looked like she's glowing a little
1: bit too. Oh, we would, it, It's 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 that's how what happens when you know you meet your hero. And they they meet their biggest fan like the look at look at all the look at the big smile on both of our faces. This oh, is yeah. beautiful, beautiful stuff. Just oh,
0: had to
1: show that for y'all.
0: I mean, you could keep that up. I'd rather look at Thunder Rosa the rest of the show. Look and look at Dutch. Touched. I heard that.
2: See, <laughs> I was thinking, boy, what a bunch of damn ass wipes here. They covered my picture up. Like, like I'm not like I'm not even here, but Thunder Rosa and setup. I'm going to remember that. By the way. <sighs>
0: All right, so we right, did go, to the
2: the next, to, go to the next goes the next
0: match. I was gonna say first we got the announcement that winter is coming to Texas, <laughs> Wednesday, Garland, December 19th. Garland, Texas, <laughs> Garland, Texas uh, the the winterest of all of all the states. It was probably colder in Minneapolis at full gear than it's gonna be in Texas. I'll guarantee you that much. Uh, but eh, whatever. Uh, this was uh, a pretty big show last year. Obviously, world title change Things showed up, so I'm sure they'll have some uh, really special stuff there. Uh, main event tonight: uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish versus Jurassic Express. Represent. Yep. Uh, this was a fun match, I think. For uh, for Luchasaurus. I think he showed out in this one. A lot of people getting kicked in the head and staying on their feet, which which bothers me, but it is what it is. This was a fun match, regardless. How many super kicks? I don't know. It's an adam cole match there were a lot
1: <laughs> adam cole always has a lot of oh we lost Dutch. oh we lost Dutch. Uh, adam cole always has a lot of super kicks in his uh matches but yeah i thought this main event was great uh cole and bobby fish worked really well with one another uh it made me come back we it, got you Hello. It made me uh, think that, you know, I, I, why I don't remember too many tag team matches with them on the same team. They just worked really well with one another. Jurassic Express are just like the best babyface tag team in AEW. They just get the crowd behind them. Jungle Boy has just been on fire as he becomes Jungle Man, and he's been stepping up big time, and this was a big victory for him and Jurassic Express.
0: I want a Luchasaur at some point luchasaurus needs to be the tnt champion just at some time it could be for a week it could be for a night i don't <coughs> care i want to hear the pop when that man wins a championship in aew i a i want that big should not be able to move <coughs> the way that he does
1: i want jurassic express to win the aew world tag team titles like they're the closest thing really to a homegrown aew tag team yes they teamed up on the west coast independent scene but as far as like a major promotion or one of the major promotions they would be the first like homegrown aew world tag team champion so i i want jurassic express to get there one day i think that's the big title win for uh jungle boy and luchasaurus there this is a great line. He became me.
2: Jungle Man after he got with Anna J. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, Jungle Boy
0: broke the damn internet uh, earlier this <laughs> when he dropped that one. Broke a lot of hearts uh, as well. Dutch, what did you think of this main event tonight?
2: Uh, I didn't see all of it. It was good. I mean, because it, like I, I've said this before, an hour is a lot easier to di- digest than two hours. So one thing you're watching it and you see like it's 10 to 12 whenever it comes on, I guess 10 to 11 and you know, but they they can't go much longer. So that kind of holds me the time, but my, so who who won that match? My, my internet kicked out.
1: Uh, Okay. That's
0: good. In in AEW fashion, we got some gang wars at the end. Christian came down with a chair, chased off the young bucks. Adam Cole left uh, Bobby fish in the ring. And then, uh, he got the snare trap, and uh, eventually he tapped out. And that was, uh, okay. that was all she wrote. Baby faces are celebrating to, to close out the so, show.
2: So what was the rating Wednesday night on their show Dynamite? 981,000. That's pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That is really good. And wh- wh- what's Rampage been averaging? Rampage has
1: been uh, hovering uh, above 500,000.
2: Yeah, but they're also only 10 o'clock at night.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah, they're doing so, really yeah. good for the time slide. Like, I think I mean, the fans yeah. focus too much on the rating dropping, but it's not about the rating dropping because they literally did three times what they what the network thought they were going to do originally, especially with the CM Punk episode. So, them falling to 500,000, they're still way above what TNT was doing at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. on a Friday
0: night. Well, good for them, so. and they're kicking the crap out of uh, it, it, aren't they getting bumped for hockey? Like, aren't they getting bumped for hockey uh, matches and uh, they're kicking the crap uh, out of the hockey? But I yeah. guess the ad buys much, much, must be much higher for the NHL for some reason. That's the only Cause justification. Cause it's because it's a major sport.
1: Wrestling,
2: because wrestling is kind of looked down on still today. I mean, WWE may have brought it up, but a company like AEW, I don't know. They, they look at wrestling in a different way. See, that's why England at one time dropped wrestling. And it was their biggest, except for soccer in in England, in cricket or whatever, wrestling through the biggest uh, ratings. But they thought it was a low-rent entertainment venue, I mean, uh, event. And so they just completely stopped it. That's why you saw the British invasion like midway through the 80s. That's when those guys, because... There was nowhere to work anywhere else. So so
0: they came over here. Okay. All right, guys, make sure to get uh, your, your comments in. Uh, stop arguing with each other in the chat and ask us questions, damn it. Um, yeah, god damn it. <laughs> and send stop the Super it. Chat.
1: Super Chat, and, yes, Super Chat
0: it. guarantees that you will get uh, on the air uh, for sure it's much easier for me to, to see those bright blinking colors on the right side of my screen as opposed to wall of text uh, that i see here all right so let's get into uh, smackdown gentlemen uh, usos open up the show tonight they uh, pimp survivor series a little bit they introduced the tribal king after he well he didn't beat xavier woods last week but uh, he he claimed the crown hayman's out there he's also plugging survivor series and and finally uh, Roman gets uh, irritated enough, cuts him off, asks who idea, whose idea all this was, says he doesn't need all this junk that's in the ring. He doesn't need a crown. He doesn't need a cape, scepter, all that stuff. Um, he, he runs. You know what out, I was
2: disappointed in what, that he wasn't asked? Remember, he brought up Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I was disappointed that, that Roman didn't ask him just one question about Brock. Why did you bring that up? You know. Just to see Paul squirm, because that was the best part of it, and yeah. that's how you got to say to keep that story alive. I don't know where they're going with it, but I'm sure they haven't dropped it, but I wish you to ask him that. Okay, yeah, so go I, ahead.
0: Yeah, I think they, I, I think he didn't address it because that was all they wanted to do was just have Heyman drop that one little breadcrumb just to remind you, oh yeah, Brock's still with the company. he's just suspended. I, okay. I think that's all that was. It was just, "There's your little Brock Lesnar breadcrumb. We, we haven't forgot about him. We'll get back to him. Sooner rather than later, sometime in 2022. Probably but he, even
2: up. in dropping that bread for him, he could have still asked Paul, why did you bring his name up? Because he's I, suspended. Why would you even bring him up?
0: I would have liked him to shoot him And then him
2: leave look. it. Then leave it.
0: I've, I think it, he didn't even need to say anything because he didn't have a microphone in his hand at the same time. So all he had to do was shoot him a look. Just shoot him a look. Paul looks at him, acknowledges that he screwed up, does the quiver i think it would have had the the same effect but yeah they did kind of just now it all-star. would
2: have had the same effect yes if they'd uh, if they'd have done that but they didn't so
0: anyway so king woods then uh interrupts after uh rains craps all over his his childhood dream and everything that that holds dear to him not
2: only did they take his crown they took his chair they,
0: oh, took, they everything.
1: took everything, they took everything.
2: That'd be everything. hard to load up and put on a plane wouldn't it
1: this, to, be, this was, to be fair, though, we found out that the crown wasn't worth too. Much. Yes,
0: no, they got that at McDonald's. It it's not what it's made of. It's it's the meaning behind it. It's the sentiment behind it. It meant it was a a a lifelong accomplishment for for Xavier Woods. You notice he didn't give a damn about any of that a, stuff. A lifelong crown.
1: A lifelong accomplishment. He could have paid five dollars and sixty five cents at Burger King to get for himself. He didn't have to beat up Finn Balor and Jinder Mahal. Yeah, he didn't it's have a to pay any way to do it. Yeah. And then he wouldn't have to worry about anybody stealing it. And as well, so no,
2: nobody would give a crap. But no, he had to go win the King That's of an the excellent Ring. excellent
1: point,
0: Dutch.
2: See? And he could uh, he had to go win King of the Ring and then put himself as the center of attention.
0: But okay, j- just cuz the prize is, this cheap is another doesn't thing. mean okay, it's not. After,
2: after they beat uh Xavier Woods, up. remember he did the interview in the hallway?
0: Yeah. There is
2: nobody that. in the hallway, or maybe two guys way down. They're paying no attention to him crawling down the, the aisleway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can tell they shoot that in the afternoon when nobody is there. But it really looks odd. It really does. So anybody agree with me?
1: I do have silence here. I do. No, I do. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Sid. It, it, it just, oh, yeah, man. none of this, none of this screen. Oh, Mr. A, Trivia event. King, Mr. Made, yeah, Mr. Uh,
2: Trivia yeah. King over here is not going to put it over. He's not going to say
1: nothing. I, 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 I was, too I
2: don't know busy how you focused, are,
0: Rick. I was too busy focused on the fact that, that here comes Kayla walking in. Cause I hate how they send in their <laughs> backstage interviewers to ask the dumbest freaking questions yeah. on the planet. Zaber was just got his ass whooped. He just got like everything he worked his whole life for destroyed in front of his eyes. And and he found nice. out
1: it was a brown paper, <laughs> paper bag. Yeah. He found out what he what he's been working for is a brown paper bag. Literally Roman stepped on it like it like, like I step on a brown paper bag. People, like, like I think you should all before. go down
2: to you should all go down to Burger King, get the crown and mail it to WWE to present to him.
1: They used to give up those crowns to. to the fans. Remember when Jerry King that. Lawler, when they wanted to call him Burger King, they used to order those crowns and give it to the yep. fans. And now they're giving it to goddamn WWE superstars that's <laughs> well, budget cuts. He got he got a he got We're a YouTube, money. He got a YouTube channel that he built from the ground up and he's just making his downside guarantee. And y'all can't even get him a real goddamn crown.
0: Are you kidding Maybe me? It's Maybe this was the whole point. Maybe they're going to get him a nice, real, actual dang crown. Maybe. I doubt Maybe. it. Because Baron Corbin went through four of those damn things and none of them were like anything to write home about. But anyway, so Woods just had his entire dreams destroyed in front of his face. And here they bring Kayla in going, Oh, how are, are, you? You, going? What, are you? What's going next? From here? What are you doing from here? But he did I'm ask on, her,
2: where am I going from here
0: to the I ring, know. I guess? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's
2: the only place i got
0: to go. I know. It's just they always send these backstage people in to ask the dumbest damn questions. And it, it, as an interviewer, it pisses me and off. And when he went
2: to the ring, and nobody would notice this, I'm sure, but he wasn't selling anything. He would just got to the ring, having a good time. He really wasn't, he like, crawling, wasn't he crawling about 15 minutes after the hour when the show started? So he yeah. gets in the show an hour later and he's, he's he went he's to the fine. trainer's
0: room. He got a rub down He got put some ice on it and everything was fine. He came, oh, they cut here. that
2: back too. You know, that? <laughs> they did cut the trainer's room back. The, yeah. the massage guy, you
0: but, didn't know uh, that? No, I didn't know that to be completely honest. I with told you.
2: you, I just made it up,
0: but I just told you. <sighs> I did like this segment uh, for for Xavier Woods, uh, dude. Bro had like was generating some tears in his eyes uh, as they were as they were destroying everything in there. I, I love the fact because the whole time the King of the Ring tournament was going on, he would never touch the crown. Like that crown was sacred to him. He was like, "Look, you don't touch what you haven't earned yet." So whenever whenever he would win a match, he'd put the robe on, he'd hold up the scepter, he would never touch the crown. The crown was always the most important thing to him. So that was always going to be his breaking point to where he was going to get in the ring and he knew he was going to get his ass kicked. And he got his ass handed to him and just because he was trying to save the damn. And crown. then we
2: find out it was a fake crown.
0: And then yeah, we find out it was made of aluminum foil. Or or paper. Or, paper. Or, what yeah. did it mean? Aluminum foil. Aluminum
1: foil don't break like that. It was a goddamn black like, paper bag. <laughs>
0: You know, oh it, looked, uh, it looked like um, graphite is what it looked like. It, it looked like it was made of the stuff that you get. I don't into, think it uh, looked mechanical that good. pencils. Uh, is what it looked like. To be completely honest with you, it was just spray painted. You know, whatever the hell. But yeah, they stomped on it, and you know, obviously, th- I thought overall this was a good look for Xavier Woods. I love the fact that he's getting to mix it up in the main event scene now, and I thought the ending of the show taking it down there was was a fantastic setup. No, it was. I, it was a great setup because Xavier Woods, he challenged Roman Reigns to come down, face him man-to-man, and the guy knew that even though he called into question the sack of of the tribal chief, he knew the Usos were going to come down. He knew it was going to be three-on-one, so he laid the trap, setting up Big E. We're going to get Roman Reigns and, and Xavier Woods at some point again down the road. We know that's going to happen, but first things first, you got Survivor Series, Big E versus Roman Reigns, this matchup is going to absolutely bang. It's my, it's the, the one of two matches that I'm genuinely looking forward to on Sunday. Uh, and I thought this was a, a, a perfect, great setup uh, for, uh, for a go home angle.
2: It was good. Very good. I like when the two Usos come flying out the, the entrance door. Boom, boom. Now, then you, now you know something's up. And there's Big E laying waste to them. And so it was good.
1: This is the strongest that Big E has looked since becoming WWE champion. And it's about damn time that they did something for the New Day to get one over on the bloodline. I think when me and Kenny were previewing the Big E versus Roman match for Survivor Series and I was recapping the rivalry, I realized how much the bloodline and Roman have got over on the New Day, the six-man tag. They won the triple threat with Bobby Lashley. Roman won, Uh, you know, all the stuff with Roman taking out Kofi, taking out Xavier last week. They have gotten the the better of the new day over and over again, and this is the only match on the card that really has more than one week of build up, or more than uh, it has intrigue on something that's gone on on screen instead of off screen, off screen. like the other match that's uh, that has been getting a lot of buzz going into Sunday. So I did I think they did a very good job with the opening segment as well as the main event to put more momentum and heat and buzz behind Big E versus Roman Reigns you see that Big E doesn't fear Roman so that's very uh very big key to this matchup on Sunday and then they they protected Roman in the end by not having him take the big ending which is of course, what WWE does, they protect Roman at any cost. But I'm very much looking forward to this. This is going to be a banger of a matchup and most likely going to be the main event on Sunday.
0: Uh, just a spoiler alert. Again, I did mention earlier in the show, I talked to Big E Day. I asked him spe- specifically about this match. Is this the biggest match, to you anyway, of your career? And he said, without question. And, you know, it, it's hard to put that into context when you're talking about I, I, you know, winning the WWE Championship but Roman Reigns is on that upper echelon, man. This is, yeah. you know, this is the benchmark test for. And how?
2: And and remember, we kept saying it took him a long time to get him
1: there. Yes.
2: That's why when we're saying, well, this guy could beat him, this guy could beat him, no, because you know it only takes one loss to that you can just knock him off that, knock him off that crown. He's in a spot right now that's privileged just for him because they had so much equity tied up in Roman Reigns, not just like Finn Balor. Finn, I knew, we all knew Finn Balor wasn't going to beat him. And we know Xavier Woods is not going to beat him. So who is his really next big opponent? I don't think it's it's Brock again. I don't think it's, gonna either, be Brock
0: or, it's either Brock or Drew.
2: Drew.
1: And but do you Drew, think we'll ever Drew see, me he wants to earn let it. me
2: ask you this. Do you ever think we'll see The Rock at WrestleMania?
1: I think WrestleMania 39, we see The Rock and Roman. It's going to be What's coming up? Uh, 38 is the one that's coming up next. So I think 39 in Hollywood, that's the spot, that's the place that they want to do okay, that. Okay,
2: mark
0: it down. He said
2: it first.
0: Here's the bigger question I have. Do we see he's The Rock on
2: a, Sunday? He's always got to upsta- upstate, doesn't he? Well, here's the big question. Uh, go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. Do I'm we
1: kidding. see The
0: Rock on Sunday?
1: No, no, we don't. We see him via satellite, maybe. That's that's how that's as good as
2: does does that count.
0: Does that count? I'm talking in in person. I don't care that he's on the other side of the world, you know, filming a damn movie. I I really don't because the same thing happened with Ronda Rousey at the the Royal Rumble in 2019, 2018, whichever one was the first one. Same thing happened. Oh, Ronda Rousey's not going to be at the Royal Rumble tonight because she's on the other side of the world filming a movie, and yet they flew her ass back there so she could walk down to the ring and point to the WrestleMania sign. He doesn't have to be in ring shape to do anything. All he has to do is show up and look at Roman Reigns face-to-face and lay that seed for whenever the hell that match is going to be. You can fly him into Brooklyn for a a one-off stare-down.
1: But if it's not happening at this year of next year's WrestleMania, what's the point? What's the they, point they, of paying them all that they, money for him to promote something that's not happening until 18 months from now?
0: I, well, I like they the did idea. It with, they did it with, with uh, Rock and Cena. They the, it, it was a year. It was a year before they yeah, came back to year. it, but this would be 18 I, I months. I do like be- the
2: idea. Even if he's not facing him for a year, then he could come back in in six months. or whatever. But that shows your fans that, well, something could happen. The, and that's Rock, what they're running on. They're
0: running right now on
1: fumes anyway. Rock and Cena is the exception. It ain't the rule. As far right. as
0: and, but that's what I'm saying. And the other thing that makes me think that there's a chance that this is happening is that they are promoting this as the 25th anniversary of The Rock. They had Roman Reigns on Jimmy Frickin' Fallon, and Fallon is asking them about these rumors that The Rock is going to be there. They're not doing this kind of stuff if there isn't at least a small chance. Now they
1: got people thinking, maybe this might happen. The, the Fallon, the Fallon stuff, that's on Fallon. That's not on WWE. Is they don't, will... no, no, the, I, I know for a fact, you guys know why I know for a fact, with WWE and Jimmy Fallon, they don't know what Jimmy, they, they get like a screening of what Jimmy Fallon's going to ask, but they don't give him questions to ask their wrestlers.
0: So that, cause that was one of the things that, you know, you start, cause Roman played that whole interview very well. Like he, he, when that question came out, he immediately went, turned into Kermit the Frog, like, sipping his tea uh he went full meme with that answer so all right so if you have the inside sources on that which we know who your inside sources is that that makes me kind of change my concept of it but i'll say this much if if biggie and roman reigns is the main event because with all the pub around charlotte and becky i think that should be the main event but if biggie and roman is the main event on sunday i'm ready to guarantee that the rock will show up after that match is over Cause that's the only reason to put that match as the main event, in my opinion, because everybody on the damn planet is talking about Becky and Charlotte. And that's the match. Everybody wants to see.
1: Don't matter. The show going to end with their top star holding the universal championship. I don't think they're gonna just main event it because they because they got the Rock. They paid all, a whole bunch of money to get the Rock to show up. That nah, I don't I don't I don't see that being the reason. I see them having that main event because they want Roman Reigns to stand tall at another major pay per view as their their guy, their main guy. So they've ended the last what, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Might as well add Survivor Series to it. <laughs> Roman Reigns standing tall.
2: That's what their investment is. Yeah, so they're protecting their investment. But I, I do like that idea, Rick. I got to give you credit. That's a good idea. Of course, it also depend- only, you've only had one good one in a year, so I'm gonna no, I'm, you, I'm you know,
0: you know, broken clocks and you he's know, due.
1: he's doing girls
0: nuts and, and things of that nature. Steve brings up a good point. It it also depends on whatever the, the finish that they decide on with Charlotte and Becky because if it's some kind of bullcrap, DQ or double count out or this that and the other thing, you're not ending your show on that. If they decide no. they want to put somebody over, I don't know who the hell that is. If you put a gun to my head and made me pick, I would say Becky wins this. But to me, this screams double count out, DQ of
1: some which, kind.
2: Which match?
0: Becky and Charlotte.
2: Yeah.
1: I see a screw job. Screw job. They, they've they been right, trying to reinvent Brett versus Sean with them. So I think that we might get, get screwed, screw though. Job. Who gets screwed? Oh, it, it's going to be Becky getting screwed. I think
2: Becky gets screwed because yeah. she's the baby face of this again.
1: And, yeah. and, and little, back Nate, back. little Nate is a referee. Let's just <laughs> let's just remind <laughs> everybody. Who, who's but, little Nate? Who Charles, Robinson, Charles Robinson.
0: Oh, okay. That might be a good thing to finally just go full-blown heel with Sonya Deville. If you just completely recreate that angle and have Sonya Deville play that Vince McMahon role. Mm-hmm. The way sonia has been going with all this because we saw her pay off a damn referee tonight, even though she was smart and didn't admit it with a camera in her face. I can't tell you how much this has dr- just drove me nuts over over the years to have all these private conversations and people admitting that they have done stuff with a camera right in their damn face like they don't know the audience is watching. I love Sonia Deville tonight going, who the hell are you? Are you some NXT referee who's trying to get a job here? get out of my face plausible deniability she's like don't come at me when there is a camera in my freaking face you moron get out of here i absolutely loved that tonight out so no,
2: that was good I i, I liked it too <laughs> how'd that do <laughs> what i don't even know you get out of
1: here <laughs>
2: where did you come from it was good that was good because that was the first time we saw that referee right oh,
0: i yeah. think it's like your second or th- yeah. third time actually I'm and she hammer. did that
2: one, two, three count. Yeah. And it made sense. I will give them credit on that. I did like that. It, it, it was short, it but was. it was effective. That's Sonny DeVille. They kind of got her where they need her now. Took her a yeah. while. But I think she's finally finding the character. She's finding it for, and She's finding her legs with that character.
0: And she's doing a pretty good job with it. They're, they're slowly, Sid, starting to turn both her – well, not slowly with Sonya. I think she's kind of uh, basically knocked on the door a full-blown heel uh, authority figure. I think they're starting to do that with Adam Pearce now, too. They're
1: they, they, We might have them both
0: but, now be, be heel authority figures. That's
1: not what we needed, ladies and gentlemen. We did not need two heel authority figures. Sonya no. Deville has been doing a good Sonya job. Sonya Deville is
2: enough. I think Please. if they turn him – I think it's too much, and I think she does such a better job than he does. Don't you think anybody anybody
1: agree with that? Yeah, because you could pay off Sonya Deville being a heel authority figure because she's a wrestler in her prime. Yes, Scrap Daddy is a professional wrestler as well, but he ain't in his prime, and he came to WWE for one job, and they're trying to make him into a character that eventually will have to wrestle I, I don't know. I don't know. I've always been a fan of Adam Pierce, the wrestler. Uh, I've been getting into, you know, him as this untitled authority figure that that's that's where a lot of this is lost on me because they never gave these two titles or just call them wwe officials so i feel like they didn't even go through the necessary of giving them an actual title before they made them characters and stuff so i can't get invested in this i'm invested into the sonya character because they at least they're giving us a slow burn story with the naomi uh feud but with pierce it just feels really forced
0: mm-hmm. I-, I did like pierce saying like with the backstage segment with Jeff Hardy and, and and madcap before they did that utterly short, but pointless match um, where he's like, (laughs) I want SmackDown to win literally like five days after he said, I want raw to win. Exactly. He's basically playing Jack Sparrow. Like this is peak Jack Sparrow rooting for whoever his best interest in is at that current time. Like (laughs) he's just flip flopping all over the damn place. Uh, So, you know, I, I, what they could have done, instead of doing Raw versus SmackDown, is do Team Sonya versus Team Pierce. Because that could have been the the, the feud that they should have been working on all this time. Remember a few months ago? This might have been actually before Dutch, you even came on the show at this point. But they started teasing like Sonya was coming after Pierce's job. Because she was like a subordinate underneath Pierce. And they were teasing like she was going to do some kind of like major takeover. And then they just dropped it. And then Mm -hmm. like three weeks later, she was like, no, I am on the same level as Adam Pierce." And we're all like, when the hell did that happen? And Mm -hmm. then they were just been all buddy-buddy ever since. I wish they would have continued with that and just had Sonya Deville take over everything at at this point.
1: I feel like they they don't want to commit to these authority figures ever since they said we're the authority figures. And they, I, yeah, that's why I can't really invest the way they probably want me to into the characters because they don't seem like they're invested in it themselves.
0: Team Sonya, Steve, I love this. Team Sonya versus Adam Pierce. Winner takes full control of WWE. They could have built, they could have continued that storyline for months and actually built up and had a traditional Survivor Series elimination match that people would care about with stakes imagine that instead of this oh hey it's survivor series you know what it is it's raw versus smackdown don't for don't 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 pay attention to the fact that smackdown's team captain's been on raw for three years and he's literally been on smackdown for four weeks don't pay attention to any of that all of team raw was except for bobby lashley was on smackdown four weeks ago don't pay attention to any of that
1: seth rollins who's the team captain of raw was on (laughs) smackdown for the last year yeah so Goes like goes like that. So I, I'm doing
2: down. I'm doing what you suggest. I'm not paying attention to it. I just wonder what kind of match you're going to have. Well, let me ask you this: the four man tag, uh, the four man match tonight.
0: Yeah, the opener. Yeah.
2: What What was that for? The The vacancy on the, one of the teams.
0: Yeah. So that was uh, that was a good Sam- match, really. It, it was great. I loved it. Um, yeah, that was to replace Sami Zayn, who got taken off of the team last week when he lost to Jeff Hardy. Uh, so they had Sheamus, Cesaro, Jinder Mahal, and Ricochet. I thought Ricochet was the damn star of the match. That dude win it. I wanted him to win it. I thought he needed it more than sh- anybody else in this match, with maybe the exception of uh, 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 Jinder after his uh, rap battle last week with Hit Row. He won. He
1: he rapped so good he got them fired from the company. It was no, like, he what, did. it was like, was it was honored. like, what, what we need this whole group. We got Jinder and Shinky. And the
0: fact that they even referenced the rap battle on commentary tonight. I'm just sitting here. I'm like, well, that's incredibly tone deaf. But anyway, Ricochet, man, he just looks so damn pretty when he takes to the sky. You could tell me that he and Dante Martin could actually fly. And I would believe you just the way that they can pause their bodies in midair. That that springboard moonsault that he did was just freaking insane tonight. This was a really, really fun match. I get Sheamus winning with the help of Ridge Holland that helps drive that storyline further. I thought Ricochet needed this more. I no 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 knock on Sheamus. I want to I want to see Ricochet against some of these dudes on Team Raw on Sunday. It's, it's a shame to yeah. me that he's not in this match. I
2: thought I thought actually he would he would win the match. Because I think there was more equity in him winning with fans than it would be with Sheamus. And I don't know what to think about Ridge Holland and Sheamus together. That doesn't, that doesn't hit me right off the bat. It's it's uh, the no chemistry.
0: It's the uh, Thunder think? Rosa Sid Puller story. It's you know my biggest fan meeting my yeah. uh, you know hero and this that thing. I like. see it's that. The yeah. Thunder Rosa thing. That's that's see? that's where they got this. Sid's got the they, connections. He was like, I got this great idea. See, I met Thunder Rosa last week, yeah. right? And now we can incorporate this with with Ridge Holland and Sheamus. See, that's what Sid was
1: doing when he wasn't here. Uh last
2: yeah. WWE. yeah, yeah, I see. He given them
1: giving them my brilliance to uh, stowing <laughs> them with that. No, I thought the match was uh really good. Uh yeah, Ricochet was definitely the star. This felt like a showcase for him. Uh definitely got Dante Martin vibes, especially with the with the flat-footed jump to the top rope springboard to the outside move that uh, Dante did last week. Uh, Ricochet did it this week. I just want Ricochet to keep wrestling like a man that feels like he is wrestling his last match in WWE. Because I feel like ever since the releases two weeks ago, he had his match with Drew McIntyre, which was really good. He had this match, which was really good. He had the promo that was really good. He is talking and wrestling like a man that, that knows that he's on borrowed time. So I am enjoying this version of Ricochet so
0: far. yeah, the the chat and agreements with us, uh, thinking ricochet uh, should have won this matchup tonight. I think look, the one thing that I will say about Smackdown because we we looked after the draft, right? Like it was it was Roman, it was Drew. It was Brock. That was your main event scene. That was pretty much it., uh, you have some other former world champions uh, uh, on there, but you know, they haven't been in that scene in quite some time. This is now the land of opportunity again because they have yeah. to have people step up and, and, and get go up to the next level and get their opportunities because they have no choice. They can't just do Roman and Drew for seven months and then bring back in Brock Lesnar and then go back to. They have to do other people. Xavier Woods was a logical first choice because he just won King of the Ring and you're going to have him versus Big E at Survivor Series with, with Roman Reigns so it makes sense to incorporate that. But who's next after that? And I'm hoping guys like Ricochet, like Mustafa Ali, I don't have a whole lot of faith with with Mustafa Ali, not because of his talent, but because he's not on the dang show tonight. And of the 27 guys they had left on the entire active roster to put in a 25-man match to celebrate The Rock, Mustafa Ali is one of the two dudes who got left out. He's not in the match, which is incredible. Incredibly infuriating to me, Sid. You saw that promo that he put out on Twitter. That the company said, "No, nah, we can't, we can't go forward with this storyline." It was great. It's fantastic. I don't know how they can't just let this man do something. He's one of the best talkers they got. He's one of the best in smoothest in ring performers they have. What is the damn holdup with doing something with Mustafa Ali?
2: So, what are you saying? What should have gone farther? You were talking about Mustafa uh, Ali, his, his interview, he did that time
1: He did because, he, he, because he, people he re- were
2: booing him because re- of his name.
1: He released the interview that he was doing based off of that promo that he did that was supposed to be his new character. And WWE, he said in the tweet in the post that WWE has basically scrapped the idea. So. I mean I feel for the guy but he's another one that I feel like it's on borrowed time because WWE if you're if they're not focusing on you or you feel like a certain one of your favorite wrestlers are lost in the shuffle, you should be very worried about them having a job in a few weeks or a few months. Because that's how WWE has conditioned us us, as fans to look at these individuals. So, I feel for Mustafa Ali. He's very talented. He's one of the better babyface talkers in a company that struggles with babyface talkers. And yet, he's a heel. It's just... This is... This is the everybody's the a damn way. heel, though, Sid. That's the
0: point. They turned Shotzi into a heel. Sasha Banks, what we saw her do after the match with Shotzi tonight, that ain't a yeah. babyface move. Nope. That's the biggest heel move in the book.
1: They yeah, turned. this is what I saw. I
2: saw that they shook hands, which would be good to the match or the finish. And then Shotzi goes back to doing what she did before. She followed order, she shook hands. Yeah. But I didn't expect that tonight. Because that is basically going against the grain again. They I mean, you can only go against the
0: grain so many times, and now you're completely lost. They don't have baby faces on SmackDown, they barely have any on Raw. They, they just turn everybody heel. They, they got a roster full of jokers, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean that in Batman. They don't have enough Batmans for all the damn jokers that they have, they got nobody. It's mm-hmm. it, who's the top baby face out again outside of Drew McIntyre. Who's the top male babyface yeah. on SmackDown? Zebra Woods. Saying.
1: Is, is King Woods. Yeah, but he but,
2: but King Woods, he got it almost by default, it seems like. Yeah. Who's yeah. the top
0: female baby face on SmackDown right now?
2: Well, um, to me, Sasha's
0: Sa- Sasha,
1: gotta be her. Yeah. She still looks like a heel to me, which means by default it's gotta be Naomi. She's a popular, she's a popular heel. That's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. But
0: that's all they have are popular heels because there's no damn baby
1: faces, Sid. Which is
0: why I was happy with Zalee's well, vignette tonight. This is Oh, I that was about. the
1: best part of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Can I just what say is, that? What is that? The Zion Lee uh, vignette. You remember,
2: she, did you see that? What no, my, what the what vignette? Lee, the... You.
0: The like the, the comic book cartoon. Oh yeah oh,
2: oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: I got it. Gave me some very kill Bill, kill bill vibes. Like yes. when they were doing <laughs> Oren Ishii and all her backstory, very Quentin Tarantino esque. I thought that was fantastic. And the way that they made her, you know, the, the dialogue that she had, I'm sitting here going, Okay, she's a protector. That means she's gotta be a baby face, right? Good. Yes, we need damn baby faces, thank you. That was what, what, what they showed. Really you know what I
2: didn't understand tonight? The interview between Tony Storm and Charlotte Flair, that was flatter than a pancake. I didn't get it. I know they're working a little deal. or She went in the ring last week and challenged her. See, I'm judging by chemistry. Well, what I feel when they get together, and I didn't, I didn't feel that.
1: I, I didn't feel So like if I don't feel it, I don't, don't think either. half
2: the fans feel it. You need all the fans feeling it. So who got $10?
0: Uh, Easy. Yeah. Says, I'm glad that they uh, scrapped that character with Ali. That is the type of thing that can easily get offensive and go left in WWE's hands. And I think that's probably why they did uh, scrap it to be completely honest with you. But you know, if people are offended, people are talking. I mean controversy, controversy creates cash. That's why everybody wants to see this Becky Lynch, Sasha. I mean, or excuse me, Becky Lynch and Charlotte match on Sunday. I mean, think about that. Think about what WWE was able to do but because Becky it, Lynch is now
2: she's back to being a baby face. Yes, well, for, attraction, for the Charlotte,
0: for the Charlotte and Charlotte she, is a heel. And and that's why I think they just need to say screw it with, with Becky as far as being a heel or a babyface. Yeah, I
2: do, I agree because with you.
0: If you watched on Monday. She delivered a flawless baby face promo. The crowd was eaten out of her damn hand. She's talking about wanting to kill Charlotte Flair on Sunday and how she has no respect for her. And she even turned that uh uh-oh line, which sounded whiny and crappy coming out of Charlotte's mouth, and then turned it into something like, oh, damn, got her. And then the second Liv Morgan came out, it was like Two-Face flipping the damn coin, and she's like, oh, now I'm a heel, and I'm going after Liv Morgan. It looks awkward when they do it back-to-back like that. But Becky could be whatever the hell you want her to be. So if she's going up against a straight baby face, cool. Have her play the heel role. If she's going up against Charlotte Flair, cool. Have her be the baby face. It doesn't matter because the freaking audience is going to root for her anyway. So just have her play that anti-hero stone cold role that she did so damn well when she was the man and call it a freaking day. Sorry, that's my rant for the night. <laughs> and I agree. I agree with that.
2: One of the worst things you can do is fight the crowd,
1: and WWE does it so often. You
2: are—they're gonna—they're gonna put you in the role because it's like any a business. Fans aren't marks. I hate I hate them to be called marks. They're not—they're customers, and you got to satisfy your customers. Otherwise, they get teed off and they say, Screw it, I'm not going anymore. I'm not watching anymore." Of course they are, they will, but no need to even, even go down that route. So, because I've, I've tried it before. If the crowd is going to go against you, it's a lost cause. So grab your loss, grab your losses early and wrap it up.
0: This is twice now that they've done this with Becky. Well, I mean, the crowds were going nuts for, I mean, the second that she slapped Charlotte Flair in the face at, at, summerslam 2018 and the crowd lost their shit i would have flipped on a dime and go okay we got something here let's roll with it instead they have her come out the next smackdown and start shitting on the crowd saying oh you were never behind me you were never behind me and then she turned into a chicken shit heel and was doing all this other stuff and then by the time that you know um they were good, they were starting to build for or survivor series they're like, oh, damn. All right. The crowd really, really loves her. She got a massive pop at Evolution. We can't have her attack Ronda Rousey anymore, so scrap what we just filmed, and now we're going to have her cut a babyface promo and and move forward. It took them months to figure it out. <laughs> and then, all summer long, they're chanting for Becky. We want Becky. We want Becky. Every time Charlotte Flair is on television, or anytime they're bored, they're chanting, we want Becky. Ah, we're going to bring her back as a heel.
1: It, 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 it. it it's it's insanity how wrong wwe like does these decisions it's it's crazy to me but i i mean smackdown had a couple of good segments the fatal four-way was was good Shotzi versus Sha- sasha was good the stuff with Sonya deville and uh naomi although it was short that was good as well and the the zaya lee vignette was the best damn Thing on the show i want that every week on my television you know what
0: uh i i what i really like tonight was the fact that they decided to when give, it was over <laughs> when they decided to finish
2: you go god let me go <laughs> i lost brain cells tonight watching the movie
0: <laughs> when they decided you only got 10 left that's serious yeah that's true that's very true but when they finally decided to give their intercontinental champion a win heading into this big matchup that they decided to put no build into whatsoever. We did not even see Damian priest on TV for the last three weeks, heading into the United States champion versus intercontinental championship match. So think about that. You had your intercontinental champion who until tonight was riding a four match television losing streak, Damian priest. We haven't seen him since Apollo Crews showed up on raw and said, Hey, I'm going to challenge you for that United States title. Haven't seen either one of them in three weeks got Damian Priest doing media. It's going, I don't know if I have a match, but I think I'm going to have a big match. This might be the best match on the whole damn card on Sunday. And it has nothing. nothing. They did nothing to build this match. I think Damian Priest is going to win. Yeah. And I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. But to not even put your United States champion on television. Before the... I'm surprised they even remember that Shinsuke is the damn intercontinental champion, to be honest with you. It is a travesty what they're doing right now with their mid-card championship. And didn't even give him
2: didn't even give him an interview then. Nothing. Damian Priest. Nothing.
0: Nothing. Didn't even have no. Paul on the show tonight. Nothing. The the hey. first time we're gonna see him in almost a month is gonna be sun, is gonna be this Sunday.
1: <laughs> I mean, this this is there's a lot going on with this card where I'm just like yeah, it might be a good, might be a good, really good matchup. But I can't, this is something we've, we've talked about for a long time, Rick, because you tend to call matches that are just good, great. And I think there's a difference in that. And I think that the, the thing that's going to stop a lot of the matches on Sunday from being great is I don't give a damn about any one of them. I don't care. I really don't. I already seen a better Becky and Charlotte match. So it doesn't matter how much heat they got behind the scenes. When they were actually friends, they had one of the best women's matches of all time. So them not being friends doesn't make me very confident that they're going to have a better match than that. Big E and Roman are going to beat the crap out of each other. They're going to work hard and they're going to put on a show. But I doubt that they're going to give us a great match because I honestly don't care. I don't care about any of the matches on Sunday. It's going to be good wrestling because this roster always exceeds the expectations that they're booking lowers every single week for us fans, but the roster always overachieves. So I know we're going to get a good show, but do I think we're going to get a great show? No, because I don't care.
2: So you don't care.
1: I don't care.
2: (laughs) Is that what he said? He don't
0: I, care. I, I I'm not. I, I don't know what the. I'm I'm not sure what the point we were trying to get across there was.
2: Well, that was his rant from there. You, lost you, you one. lost.
0: you lost. You me. got
2: one. And I was. I was, that's I was
1: making multiple points in one statement. Unlike yes, you, he was. that just you know spews hot air. I said one. My first point was that Rick overrates a lot of things. Who is that? The, the reason why this Sunday won't be considered a great show is that, like me, most people watching will not care that much about what we're watching on Sunday. And four, Rick Uccino is usually wrong, and he overrates things. I know that's pretty similar to number one, but it's bears repeating.
0: What, well, my Dave Meltzer all of a sudden, as far as overrating things goes? what What, 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 what are we doing here? <laughs>
1: I will take <laughs> Dave Meltzer's ratings for full gear before I take your rating for a Baron Corbin match.
0: Hey, I've never given a match five out of uh, five and a half out of five. All right, I've never done that before. Um, I'll take
1: a five and a half star match before I say a Baron Corbin match has been great, like you did. When did he say that? You remember? You remember, Dutch? He was. That was team. like your
0: second or third week here.
1: Yeah, like he he swore he on loved, and Well, I know he liked Baron Corbin.
0: I, I like uh-huh. Baron Corbin, the talent. I don't like anything that they've had him do.
2: Pretty much did this he, summer of 2018. He, okay, counsel, hold up, hold up. Mr. Sid, did he say that he liked him as a person or did he refer to his actual
0: in-ring skills?
1: He, he said that Baron Corbin has had great matches in the past.
0: I, I said I'm a fan of his in-ring ability. I'm a fan of him as a person. I am not a fan of anything that they have had that man do on television since the summer of 2018.
1: But I legitimately asked you, has Baron Corbin had great matches, and you said yes?
0: I gave you a handful of matches that I genuinely, genuinely enjoyed, and you said <laughs> they, you <laughs> tore them all down.
1: Because there's a difference. I enjoy a whole bunch of matches. I, You know what match I very, very, very much enjoy? Sting versus Jeff Hardy from Victory Road 2011. But I'm not going to stand up here and say that's a great match. I enjoyed it for weird, warped reasons. Just like you enjoyed Baron Corbin's in-ring work for weird and warped reasons. But that doesn't make it a yeah, great Some match. of the best moves in the entire freaking company. Congratulations!
0: The guy can work. Yeah. They just don't let him work. Now he's got a weird, you know, uh, Gomez Adams mustache in a freaking, you know l- the dentist from Little Shop of he to, Horrors. Oh, he, had to, he, he had to bring he had
2: to bring the mustache in there, didn't he? <laughs> See,
1: I, I don't I don't know what's worse, Madcap Moss trying to make a joke, or you trying to defend Happy Corbin. I'm not defending Happy Corbin. The gimmick sucks.
2: He was better broke.
1: He was. And I hated I loved, that.
0: <laughs> but he
2: was a lot better than he is now. He was entertaining I would agree. As
0: well. He's not even know. interesting now. I don't know who Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss is for. Who is that for? Who's enjoying that? It ain't even getting heat. It's just, it's go away heat. It's like they come on my screen and I audibly go, bah! I'm not going to finish it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, don't put okay, that on the television. Ugh. I I agree with that, really. So. I don't know who that's for, but you know we got to get rid of Hit Row. <laughs> Crazy. This really is what, this
1: is what we and were I'm not, by the way, be.
0: don't don't equate that with I'm saying that they should have cut Baron Corbin and Mad Cat Moss in, instead. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, what the hell are we doing? Do something else with them because this ain't working. I hate when people lose their jobs, especially people who don't deserve to lose their jobs. All right, Dutch, any uh, final comments? Well, no, I just uh
2: Raw was average tonight. I mean, SmackDown was average tonight. Uh, Rampage was decent cuz I liked the format and how it, it it seems a lot fresher. A lot more you know, a lot of people use the term old school and but I kind of like that. And I think the fans are different. And again, you got two two companies with two different business models. So you pick who you like. I'm not going to knock either one of them, but but SmackDown makes more money, and then they're laying all the people off. So I don't want to. I don't think these guys are going to have any place to go to make any comparable money that they were making in WWE. So anyway, but I, th- I think SmackDown was decent, and I think you know, Rampage was about. I'll give it a, a seven out of a ten, I think.
0: I'd like to see more wrestling on my wrestling show. To be completely honest with you, well, there, was, it, there wasn't it, a whole it, lot of it in a two-hour show tonight for SmackDown, which is what my 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 biggest hit uh, for it. A lot of short and just filler matches tonight for a go-home show. I thought there were some really really good things that they did tonight. I'll give SmackDown a six and a half, and I'll give Rampage a seven. Okay,
1: I go three. Six out of ten for SmackDown. Like I said, there was good stuff. The uh, King Woods Roman stuff. The Fatal 4-Way. Uh, Shotzi versus Sasha was a really good matchup. And the Xia Li vignette was like the my favorite thing on either show. But Rampage was the better wrestling show. It had three matches that delivered in different ways. Uh, they, they are coming out of the pay-per-view still, uh, still doing well and focusing on the future as well. So got to give it to rampage this week.
0: Okay. All right, Sid, uh, you got a lot going on this weekend. Yeah. That's what you're doing.
1: You can see me over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel tomorrow, 10.05 a.m. Eastern Time, True Hill Heat 152. Uh, Drunk Guy JJ will be filling in for Miss Chrissy Love and Top Guy JJ, and will be joining me as we welcome special guests from the Heel Marks podcast, Brady. So that should be a fun episode. We're going to be talking about full gear talking about the WWE releases, preview, and predictions for Survivor Series. I'll be here on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel at 4 p.m. Eastern time. The 4-on-4 Survivor Series trivia, Team SP3, myself, Jose, Sati, Niyangi, and Alex McCarthy will destroy Team Uchino with Kate Hensler, John Alba, uh, Kevin Kellum, and whoever that team captain guy is. Oh and you mean the me longest training. And of course you can see my interviews with the WWE talent that's gonna be up over the weekend as well as next week. And you can see me uh in a whole bunch of other places. But here on Twitter to Wrestling tomorrow as well we as We can
2: see on- you with uh what's her name? Rosa, what?
1: Yeah, if you go follow
0: him on True Heel SP3, you can see his photo with uh Thunder Rosa <laughs> <laughs> uh-
2: Hey, that is a good picture, Sid, i have to say that.
0: Look at that look, look how happy he is. Oh, he's happier than hell. Did you show did you show that to your <laughs> wife?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: she, oh, he she did.
1: She he did she, she said she said, uh if I didn't know how much of a fan you were, I would be quite upset. But you know. <laughs> she knows I'm a fan. Uh,
0: it's all it's all for fun. Uh yes, again, uh make sure to tune in tomorrow, 4 p.m. Uh, as much as Sid and I give each other crap. It's all it's all love. It's gonna be a good time. Uh we we no bad blood here uh whatsoever. So that is the uh, Survivor Series trivia tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, uh we will be live uh here on the Sports Kiddie Wrestling YouTube channel after uh Survivor Series uh this past uh this coming Sunday, excuse me, and we'll have all the recap and all the reaction, everything going on. Uh, of course you can catch uh, my interview. Uh, with Drew McIntyre right now up on the uh, Sports Kid Wrestling uh, YouTube channel and my conversation with Big E on ESPN1530.com. Just the start to what could be a really, really fun weekend, but Sid won't give a damn. Uh, We will be back next Friday at 11.05 here on the Sports Kid Wrestling YouTube channel. Everybody enjoy their weekend and uh, go Bearcats, go Bengals. We'll see you guys.